Language, Neil said gently. Oh, excuse me. Holy crap. Is that better? Neil chuckled. They'd parked in what was supposedly Blackwood House's driveway, but Mara was struggling to believe it was real. Her savings would have been enough for a decent-sized apartment or a one-bedroom house with a tiny yard if she was lucky. But Blackwood was huge. She counted ten windows on its two floors, plus it seemed to have an attic. It was almost large enough to be a modest hotel. Jenny must have made a mistake. There's no way this is within my budget, no matter how many serial killers you put in it. Jenny hadn't been exaggerating when she said it would need some work, though. The house looked as though it might not have seen human habitation in decades. The dark gray wood was sagging in places, and the roof was missing patches of shingles. The house sat at the end of a very long lane. They hadn't passed any other buildings in the last ten minutes of the drive, which Mara found surprising. It wasn't far enough from the town to be a serious impediment. But the environment made her feel entirely isolated. The area was heavily wooded with thin, tall trees. Mara glimpsed a tight, curved tree line at the edge of the backyard. The trees were all a deep slate gray, which she guessed might have been the inspiration for the house's name. So, Mara said, how about we do some exploring? You don't think we should wait for Jenny? Nah, Mara gave Neil a grin. He grinned back and opened his door. Together, they followed the narrow pebble path towards the building's front door. Half-dead weeds grew high on either side and pushed through the small white rocks below their feet. Tiny insects flicked away with every step. Mara was thankful she'd worn her long jeans instead of her shorts. The building looked increasingly grim as they moved closer. A mix of desiccated, torn cobwebs and fresh webs hung about the awning. Half of the windows had cracked panes, and the other half were entirely broken. Lichen and moss grew across the house's wooden front and clung to the closest trees. Mara jogged up the stairs to the porch and peered through one of the windows. The room was beyond dim and murky, thanks to the dirty glass, but she could see the outline of a large armchair. I think this place is furnished. It can't be in good condition, Neil said, looking through the window next to her. But there might be some salvageable stuff. Mara followed the porch to the door. She expected it to be locked, but to her surprise, the handle turned with a painful screech. The door drifted inwards, and Mara had the impression that she'd broken a seal. The air that came through the opening smelt heavy and musty and cold.